Hi guys, and welcome to another episode by Jules by Jules. I am super excited about this episode that you are about to listen to. Um, I got an opportunity to speak with uh, Professor Courtney Henderson over the phone. Um, She is an amazing woman of God, and she is bringing to you, um, the listeners, a different aspect about seasons and an aspect about mentorship, an aspect about relationships that you don't even, I didn't even know some things that she currently does in her timing um, and encouragement that brought me to a whole different thought process. So I want you guys to take some time, get a book and pen and take down some of these nuggets. So I hope you enjoy it. Well, good night, everyone, and thank you so much for joining another episode of Jules by Jules, and I'm your host, Julia Williams, and tonight I have a wonderful, amazing professor. She doesn't look like a professor, but she is a professor. She looks like she's 12 half the time, Um, but I want you guys to welcome Courtney Henderson. Just give you guys a round of applause for welcoming Courtney to our show tonight. Hi, Courtney. Thank you. Thank you. Good evening. All right. So, Courtney, I am super excited just to get you even here in Florida to do this podcast. Um, I've been thinking about doing it for a while, and I wanted to just get your thoughts and your your feelings, because you moved from Florida to New York, and this is what, like six years ago? Um, to New York, just over three years ago. Three years ago? Okay. Um, and so, with that, tell me how that transitioned from being at one place, from being sunny Florida, to a whole different dynamic to New York. So, break that down for me. Like, how did that work for you? So, it was really a complete leap of faith. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm originally from South Florida. I love the warm weather. I love the beach, the ocean. Um, I had just moved back to Florida from living in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I said I would never again move any place that had winter and crazy harsh weather. Yeah. And so when I felt the Holy Spirit telling me that was the place I needed to go next, mm-hmm. I knew it could only be from God. Right. Because I literally said, I'm not never moving. again. Yes. <laughs> yes. So. It was just. No, go ahead. Yeah. It, I don't know, just when the Holy Spirit speaks, you have to listen. Right. right. Like, it was just more about being obedient than mm-hmm. necessarily, oh, I think it's going to be a better life there. Mm-hmm. Again, one of my first loves aside from God, is the beach. Like, I feel close to God being near the ocean. Right, 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 right. So So that's definitely a transition. So what, okay, so now that you've been there for three years, what has New York brought to you that Florida couldn't? I have to say that Seeing and experiencing the change of seasons mm-hmm. has helped me to kind of just understand 
even more different passages and verses talking about Mm-hmm. the change of seasons and a time and season for everything and even sowing and reaping and talking about as white as snow erasing our sins like having read those things growing up of course you can kind of imagine or visualize but mm-hmm. it's not the same as actually living somewhere experiencing and seeing the change of seasons before you mm-hmm. something that only God could be the creator behind it Right. It's just been amazing kind of really living and seeing that. I even take time going to Central Park, like, in every season mm-hmm. to really be able to experience that and see that. Wow. Wow. And it, it even just reminds me about the creative nature of God. Mm-hmm. Like, one area of the park can look so many different ways, mm-hmm. even though it's that same small piece of land in the park Mm -hmm. but just because of the change of seasons and because of God's creativity Mm -hmm. allowing it to adapt and change with the weather and the seasons Mm, that's so good that's good so can I say that you know in New York you've seen has the seasons because there are four seasons technically there's four seasons up north so that florida's only got one season but in new york there's like four seasons how does the seasons reflect your life does it go through the same seasons like winter summer spring fall do, do you feel like people go through those seasons and did it affect your se- season of life as well yes definitely even has helped to remind me that God is even the creator of seasons. Mm -hmm. Like there might be a time where everything seems to be going perfectly. Mm -hmm. And then a time where it feels like nothing is going right. Mm -hmm. I mean, even in this year alone, I've had so many different types of seasons. Like I applied to several different programs. None of them happened or came through. Mm -hmm. And then it just really felt like, a season of several months of no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. And then I got the opportunity to speak at a conference in Indonesia and Dubai. And it was like purely from God, like everything paid for walking in my purpose, working with college students. Mm -hmm. And it just was kind of a reminder, like, yes, all of these other things that I thought might have been the next step. Mm -hmm. It was a season of nose to those, but that doesn't mean that that season lasts forever. Right. Honestly, yeah. even with moving, last week I moved again. Oh. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> and two weeks prior to the move, I didn't know where I was going. Oh, wow. I hadn't signed a lease. I hadn't found a place. I was just walking in faith, saying, God, whatever you have is gonna be for me I know I'm not gonna be in the street right and sure enough like down to the wire saw a place signed a lease went to get the keys and I moved in right before coming down here like two days before coming down for Thanksgiving wow wow and it was really just again another season not a season of no but a season of like a testing of my faith yeah Like, the apartment that I was in, it had 
everything that was on my God only you can do it list mm-hmm. that I wanted in an apartment moving there. Mm-hmm. And so it seemed like surely something is wrong if I have to leave this place. Like right. all of these things on the list that I can't afford in the natural. Mm-hmm. And so I said, God, I would love an apartment that has these things. So why would I need to leave from that space? Mm-hmm. But even in this process, like God has been doing so many different things and connecting me with different people. One who even wrote me a card right before I came down here for Thanksgiving, just mm-hmm. talking about how she was just so grateful to see the way that God was moving in me in this season of not knowing what's next mm-hmm. and in this season of expectancy and that it was just a real encouragement for her. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea. I, I was touched by that. But it just shows, like, even when we don't know necessarily the reason behind something or what God is doing, it doesn't mean that he's not still the author behind the story. Yeah, yeah. I like Pulling how, things together. Yeah, I like the fact that you talked about how sometimes we go through that place of a know a lot and God... Sometimes you feel the no's are more harsher than the, you know, like, because we want certain things right now. And God's like, sometimes he's like, maybe not right now, or maybe that's not what I have for you, but sometimes it's bigger. But this year definitely has been a faith walk for a lot of us. And so can you, for the people that are listening, can you, like, break it down, like, in how you still stood on God's word. You know, it's easy to say it, but to do it and live it is two different things. Like, what was your process in waiting for the down to the last wire of, you know, getting that apartment or applying for these things and God opened a door? Like, what was your process until you got the reward? So, I have a whiteboard mm-hmm. in my living room. Mm-hmm. And I usually we'll put different verses on it, but there's one that never changes. Mm-hmm. Lamentations 3, 22 through 26, mm-hmm. talking about how God's love never ceases, his mercies never end, and they're new every morning. Mm. Because I really needed to that reminder to see visually mm-hmm. every morning. Yeah. So maybe something didn't happen today but that doesn't mean that God can't do something new tomorrow morning because his mercies are new every morning and so on that whiteboard I would write two things that I was grateful for in that week Mm. no matter what it was maybe I had a week that I felt like nothing went right in that week Mm -hmm. then what then the things that I would write I made it I woke up every single day this week that would be my grateful item yeah. I felt like nothing else went right. I woke up every single day. Not everyone had that opportunity. Correct. I still have a job. Maybe things are frustrating me at work, but I still have the income. Mm-hmm. So, like, even in the times, in the weeks, that there was no, like, big, exciting thing to write for that week, I still made it a habit. I'm going to write something. I'm going to purposefully put in front of my face what I'm grateful for in this week mm-hmm. every week wow that that kind of kind of touched my heart because sometimes and even something else uh-huh. like along with that 
So I'd erase it at the end of the week. Mm-hmm. And if I would be, like, sitting in the living room, watching TV, having dinner, and I'd see the whiteboard, and it's still empty, mm-hmm. oh, no, that's not a good thing. That's a reminder that empty space needs to be filled with something right. that happened in this week. Wow. That's good. That's good to hear. So I, I probably may even take, steal, not even steal, but borrow that from my life. Because sometimes Please. we don't remember, you know, that the word we need to stand on a word that God has given to us. Like Lamentations 3 is your, it's the word that God gave you that you have to remind yourself every single day. Yes. Every day. It's an everyday process of reminding ourselves. It really is. So, like, even going back to seasons, like, mm-hmm. every day there's a small change until full change into the next season. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. even living in New York, seeing those change of seasons, as I mentioned, like, even in Central Park, mm-hmm. going in the same area and seeing slowly by slowly the way that the landscape is changing is even a reminder of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. This is, like, so much so much nuggets in the last, what, I can't even tell, <laughs> five, ten minutes, like... You just threw so much stuff. Um, it, you know, I, I, I don't want to move on, but it's just like because you said something that I know that people in any age range would love to hear because especially as we go into this new decade, it's not just 2020. It's a whole new decade that we're stepping into. People need to know that the word is what we need and a reminder that God is a multifaceted God and he is like everybody goes through processes and everybody goes through processes differently and your process is amazing I I, I have to say I have to, I may just borrow it so when I call you Courtney I tell you what's going on I'm like yo that whiteboard yes it's life um so I want to transition for a little bit um I know that New York, because we've talked on a personal level, so not everybody's going to know your life story a little bit, but New York did bring you something, not just work and not just the seasons, but it brought you something special. Um, Yes. (laughs) I love it. She's like, yes. Um, So, and that's how I know when God tells you to pick up and move to go and do something you've never done before is something he has something great. So can you share with the listeners like what is the process of how you got this something amazing and where are you in this process right now with this amazing thing? So go for it. Yes, of course. So actually a couple who I look to as mentors at my church in New York Mm -hmm. had this great idea to set me up with someone Hmm. and they actually had been trying to get us together Mm -hmm. I didn't realize this until much later but for months oh wow and something always happened even one time he came to our church service location but the couple wasn't there and I wasn't there wow and just so many like yeah missed connections yeah (laughs) and then 
once they did actually introduce us at church on a Sunday, um, there's something different about meeting someone through someone that you respect and trust mm-hmm. and look up to, mm-hmm. as opposed to meeting someone just randomly. Right. So this couple who I love and adore, I look up to their marriage, their walk with God, their kind of stamp of approval was already on this person. So yes. when we met, it was like, okay, you're not just a random person. Mm-hmm. Someone that we both know and respect thought that they saw something in each of us that would kind of go well together, help one another out. And from that first Sunday, we went out that weekend. And yes, we've been together ever since. Next year will be three years. And it was definitely orchestrated by God, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Like the way in which everything happened and the just God's hand was all through every single area and aspect. Yeah. <laughs> and you I mentioned about um, just some things that are next. So I mentioned that we met through the couple at church, so we go to the same church as well. At that time, there were two different locations. And we actually had been talking about, okay, are we going to go to your location, to my location? Like, we've been dating for a while. We want to worship together corporately. Mm-hmm. And then maybe one or two Sundays after we had that conversation, they announced that we're joining together as one location. Oh, Wow. <laughs> Wow. And it was just like, even small things like that, like, it's already the same church. It's just two separate sites. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no one had to say, oh, I'm going to leave my site or you're going to leave your site. We're just going to join sites. God is bringing us, yes, God is bringing it all together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's so good. That's so good. That's so good. So where are you? Okay, so now that you found this person, which by the way, guys, I met him. He's an amazing guy, very amazing, very. It's a, I I can't I would not put anybody else with Courtney but this young man, because they're so they're not similar, but you can see that this was a match that God had put together. So, so Courtney, where do, what was your process? in in the waiting because sometimes we rush things so what was your process in the waiting i'm glad you used that wording so sometimes i rush things yeah he never rushes things (laughs) and by he i mean jamal (laughs) yeah (laughs) so we actually had been seeing each other every single weekend for several months but Mm -hmm. hadn't yet officially become in a relationship like he didn't ask me yeah do you want to be in a relationship so to me we were not yet in a relationship until he asked that and I was getting anxious and my birthday came and I was like oh well he hasn't said anything we've been spending all this time together talking on the phone all the time 
I guess this isn't just isn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so I resolved within myself that okay, this is it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that very weekend of my birthday, he actually had already planned out an elaborate way to ask me that question wow. of being in a relationship because he does move slower than I move, but mm-hmm. he moves at that pace because he wants to be 100% confident and mm-hmm. sure and know every aspect before making a decision. Mm-hmm. So we, I mentioned earlier, I love the water. Mm-hmm. So we went on a cruise on the Hudson around like New York City three-course dinner, live music, wow, all dressed up, and sure enough, at the end of the night, his question to me was asking if I wanted to be together, and I was just like, wow, look at that, if I would have gone at my own pace, we wouldn't even still be together, because I would say, why, you didn't ask me this, yeah, clearly it wasn't what you had in mind if you didn't ask it in my time yeah 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 yeah. but honestly even in this relationship god has been teaching me some things about patience mm. hmm. which i didn't think i needed to learn but see. i i really, I really <laughs> that and i can admit that see well i don't think there's patience in any woman who who who's single you know <laughs> unfortunately the non-single streak has hit half of us like the not the one that's single we rush everything we're like yes we found the guy but i like the fact that jamal is waiting and he is pursuing you in a way that you should be pursued i should say um that's good so what was your process like what I said walk with me through that thought process of you in that waiting like what how did you handle in the waiting because I want to share with the 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 listeners that I live vicariously through you in some ways because you go everywhere every time I look around Courtney is going somewhere so I just look at when she's leaving I just look for the the pictures that she go I live vicariously through you so I want to know like what was your process like what did you do in that waiting did you what did you pray about it did you like what was it that thing until Jamal came um honestly for me at one point in my life I did idolize having a relationship Mm -hmm. and I really just for me this is not how God is going to work with everyone but for me I really had to get to a place with God where I said I had to be able to say like okay if I don't get married I will be okay Mm -hmm. because God you are enough yeah like I personally needed to get to that place Mm -hmm. because of the way that I had been viewing having a partner prior to then Mm -hmm. and it was maybe one or two months after I got to that place that we actually met even thinking about it later, the times that they tried to introduce us to each other, that mm-hmm. it didn't happen, probably was because I wasn't at that point yet. Th- this is true. <laughs> Where I needed to be with God so that I wouldn't idealize the relationship once mm-hmm. I had it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so good. And it was, it was painful, but it was necessary mm-hmm. and important and good. Just like 
realizing the value and importance of my relationship with my daddy God yeah and how that isn't supposed to sustain me and the ways in which that isn't supposed to sustain me mm-hmm. and a reminder of who I am and whose I am yeah. outside of being a partner with someone else yeah that's so good yeah it was it was what I needed yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. prior to this point <laughs> yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I have, like, one or two questions. Like, so prior to you dating Jamal, and now you guys are in a relationship, I'm hoping to hear wedding bells soon. I really want to be able to wear a dress, a, you know, a swimming dress. However, let's we'll put that on the back burner until when God's ready. We, we did go through pre-marriage counseling, which is something we actually talked about doing um, prior to engagement. Oh, that is amazing. See? Which might seem unconventional, but actually several couples at our church, we didn't even know, kind of had that same mindset. Because oh, when wow. our church announced they were having the class, out of ten couples, only one couple was already engaged. Mm. All the other nine couples were in serious, committed relationships that they had talked about wanting to lead to marriage, but wanted to do this class prior to that, or on the path to that like some of the couples got engaged during the class which lasted a few months but yeah both of us we said that was something we wanted to do even prior to engagement oh that is amazing see the nuggets the nuggets i tell you the nuggets um so i do want to ask you so i am going to call you professor courtney for a second put on that professor hat so Courtney is a professor of education, correct? In education? So, of writing and literature, but right now I am working on a fourth degree that is more Fourth degree, Miss Courtney? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right on. Love it. Okay, so do you think, as a young woman that you are, and you have all these amazing degrees, and I do not envy you at all, um, at all. Um, so, with all these de- all these degrees, now, do you think a woman, even though you have you are currently date you're currently dating, um, poten- potentially, the aspiration to be married, whatever. What do you think? Do you think a woman should really? take care of who she is first before she makes a commitment with a guy. Oh, of course. Of course. And why of do you course. do that? Because there's no way that as women we can go into a relationship without already being 100% whole, complete, confident in who we are, what we bring to the table, how we're going to change the world. Mm-hmm. If we don't already have that going into a relationship that other person is going to become everything. Mm-hmm. Especially with our naturally nurturing nature. Mm-hmm. Like, if I don't already have my own vision and purpose, mm-hmm. and I find that identity only in a relationship, mm-hmm. then all of that energy is only going to go towards that. But what about the people that God also called me to reach mm. just as me? Right. Now, of course, there can be people that he called us to reach together. Correct. But there are also people that he called me to reach. Mm. Just as a woman. Right. Not as part of the couple. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I don't already have all of that in line, mm-hmm. then not only am I going to miss out on that, but people that were supposed to get something that God gave to me aren't going to be able to receive it. Mm-hmm. Because so it's just good. going to get lost in me becoming absorbed in the relationship. Oh, that's so good. That's that's so good. Um, because sometimes we do get lost in relationships when it's we no longer we have the dreams and I've seen it where women get so focused on after they're gung ho about getting what they want, they want these things, they want this establishment, they want all this and the moment they get engaged and the moment they get married, every dream that they have is put to the side because they have this thought process that they need to support the husband, which is not wrong. You can't, you should support your husband because we are called to be helpmates. Oh, of course. However, God didn't say put down what I've called you to do on the backbone unless he tells you, hey, exactly. in this season, I need you to support your husband till he gets where he needs and then vice versa, the husband needs to. And sometimes... In all honesty, I think it goes vice versa. It shouldn't be just the man. Like, a guy should be able to, after conversation and seeking the Lord, if the Lord says, let your wife do what she needs to do and go out and get what her desires, if it is to open her own business or whatever have you, he should be able to do that as well. So, I want... Oh, of course. Yeah, I want you to, like talk to the guys for a second as a professional woman um who who is out there for the other professional woman because you're like I, I i think you're more of a what's the word i'm looking for uh a, a, that um a person that we can a model there you go a model for other professional women what can you say to a guy that when they see a professional woman, sometimes they become intimidated because of the degree, the title, and who you are. What can you tell a guy that, even though we come off intimidating sometimes, what can they do to not feel so intimidated? You know, you get what I'm asking you? Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Christian man... You are a son of God, a mighty man of valor. Yes. Walk in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the intimidation comes from looking at things in the natural. Mm Mm-hmm. But when he looks at things in the spiritual Mm -hmm. and declares over himself that he is a mighty man of valor Mm -hmm. after God's own heart, seeking God, putting him first, that he's the one that gives him strength, that he's the one that leads him, the other things fall to the wayside. Because in the natural, it's just too much. <laughs> we can't just go by that. We yeah, need to yeah. be spirit-led. If we want something that's going to be after God's heart and that's going to have a higher purpose and a greater purpose, mm-hmm. it has to be coming from being spiritually led. Yeah, that's good. And there's no intimidation there. There's not, God didn't give us, give our men a spirit of fear. Right. A sound, he gave them a sound mind. Mm-hmm. Meaning they can walk in that peace when they've heard from God and move. Yeah, that's good. Some of our Christian men just need to move. 
Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Even Jamal, like, if it weren't for that couple, we probably wouldn't be together. He wouldn't have moved in that same way in that moment. Mm. Wow. Get a mentor. Get a mentor. Praise him. Young men and women. Get a mentor. Yeah, talk it. Yeah. Because that's who's going to see the things that you can't see and help you along the way. They've been places that you haven't yet been. They're helping to prepare the way. They've gone through mistakes that they don't want you to have to go through. It's good. That mentor is invaluable. Yes. Even, honestly, that even just reminded me about a conversation that we had early in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Jamal asked me if I had a spiritual mentor hmm. in New York. Mm-hmm. In New York. Hmm. And I mentioned some people from our church that we go to. Mm-hmm. And he said, yes, that's great. But what about here? Who can you get together with face-to-face as well wow. that you can talk to about what's going on in our relationship? Wow. And that was a requirement for us. We both had to say to the other person that we knew who that person or people were mm-hmm. and that, yes, it was important for both of us to have those people in our lives. Wow. And one of the women for me was the wife of the couple that introduced us. Wow. Wow. But really, there's oh, not enough can be said about mentorship. I have to agree. Even in so many other areas in the natural, mentorship is praised Mm -hmm. in a way that it is not yet praised as much in the church. Mm -hmm. To the same degree. Mm -hmm. Like, to the same value. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think it should have that same value. Mm -hmm. We need, yes, of course it's important to have a mentor in our work and careers and other areas of our lives, mm-hmm. but even more so in our spiritual life. We can recognize that we need that in other areas even more so when it comes to the things of God. Wow. Wow. So I was going to tell you, talk about the young women, but you kind of tapped on both men and women <laughs> at the same time. Um, but I, I have to chime in on what you said about mentorship because People feel that, you know, when you have a mentor in your life, and, and, you know, Bishop Thomas talks about how mentorship, you know, your mentor cannot be your friend. True. I, I, I do have to, because there, there has to be a line drawn. My mom always says, I can't be a boss and your friend too. And I'm not saying a mentor can be your boss, but they are the authority figure that is placed, that God has placed over your life to help you grow to the next level, whether it's educationally, spiritually, whatever. I am all for mentorship. And I think one of the requirements of following a a mentor wholly and solely is pray about it. Don't just pick anybody. You have to seek the Lord and seek the Lord again. Because sometimes we pick people to be our mentor and it's not for the person that God wants for you. And also have to understand when mentors are in for seasons. Sometimes you have a long time mentor and sometimes you have a seasonal mentor. I've learned that. 
sometimes Definitely. some mentors are not, not meant for to be with you for the long haul. And you have to know when to cut it and when to like say, okay, my season for this. And God, trust me, the Lord will show you when the season is up for that specific mentor. That doesn't mean you will cut them off completely and I'm just not going to talk to you. But, <laughs> you know, but there are certain things that God wants to take us into the next level. And we have to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves when we select because God has instructed that person. And nine times out of ten, when God has shown you who this mentor is in your life, he has already spoken to this person and this person is waiting on you. Yep. I, I have to, I, and I have, and let me tell you, I've known that for every mentor in my life. God has already spoken to this person, and God already knows, and they're waiting on you to approach them. And other thing for people, you approach your mentor and you pursue your mentor, your mentor does not pursue you. Yes. Say that again. <laughs> yes. Your mentor. <laughs> let me repeat myself. Because we both, I'm sure you mentor some people and I mentor people. You have to pursue your mentor. Your mentor doesn't pursue yes. you. If you don't, they're, they're the authority figure in your life. If you are going through something and you need direction, you better pick up the phone and call your mentor. And I had a mentor specifically. I don't even know how we got on this mentorship. I think it's your fault. But I had a mentor that you will, if you pick up the phone and you call her, her first question is, did you seek the Lord? And you better, had te- you better tell her you sought the Lord before you pick up the phone and call her. Because if you didn't seek the Lord, she will hang up the phone on you. Because she, her thing was, I don't want you constantly seeking me. I want you to seek the Father. I like that. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, because sometimes we come so dependent on our mentors that we don't become dependent on the Father and independent of our mentors. That doesn't mean the mentor that God has placed over life doesn't have the direction God will give them. But her big thing was, don't come to me. You should only come to me for confirmation purposes. Or you really got stuck and you really cannot figure it out. That's when you come to me. Don't come for me for simple things and you didn't speak to the Lord yet. And that taught me how to seek the Lord on my own. And that's one of the things I want the people on who's listening today... And this whole, trust me, this whole um, podcast went a different direction, but I love it because it just opened up a facet that people need to to hear about mentorship. Yeah, it is. It is. And I love the fact that Jamal asked you that question about who do you need to talk to -to face-to-face about your relationship with him in New York. It's, it's great to have over, you know, other states and stuff like that, but who are you talking to right now? Who can you have that one-on-one relationship that not a phone call can hear? Because sometimes someone could sound great over the phone and they look like a hot mess when you see them if face-to-face. Exactly. So yeah. I, I get that totally. I get that totally. So what I want you to do... As we wrap up this um, this this interview, um, I want you to to pray over the um, the professional women and the professional men and the non-professional women, like all women and all, but specifically so for the professional women, because unfortunately some professional women have gotten names, um, 
that we can be sometimes a little bit assertive. Sometimes we can be very strong. Sometimes we can be a little intimidating. But I want you to pray for the professional women who have not resolved themselves to the fact of if I don't get married, it's okay because God, you are enough. Because some of them have not gotten to that place, that God is enough, that no matter what it is looks like, he is enough. And you've gotten to that place. And I want you to pray for them in that aspect. Yeah. Daddy God, I just lift up to you every single man and woman listening to this podcast. I just even ask that Holy Spirit that you would just wrap your loving arms around every single person listening to this. That you would just breathe your presence of love, Lord God. Love of who you are. A love of who you have created each man and woman to be. And that you would even just have an awake, a reawakening of the purpose that you have designed them for, Lord God. Especially our young women today, Lord God, that you would just remind them who and whose they are. That they are a daughter of the Most High. And that means that it is our Father God who is the one who provides a daughter of the Most High gets their provision from their Father God who owns everything. There's nothing impossible, nothing that God cannot do. So, Daddy God, I just ask for that reminder that you are enough. Yeah. That you loved us enough to give yourself. That you would remind us that you are enough. And that we need to be looking towards you and looking and seeking your face, Daddy God. Mm. That we would even just seek your face like never before. Yes, and yes. that you would fill up every single person listening to this with a fresh fire. A fresh yes. fire for more of you, Daddy God. More of your presence, more of your knowledge, more of your word, more of walking after what it is that you have purpose for every single individual person. More of doing your will, more of living out the heart of God in their city just more of you so full that the cup is overflowing with you and there is no room to even sit and think oh why don't I have this or why don't I have that that someone else has there won't even be time for that because there will just be so much of you daddy God and that it would even be a joy that our that the delight would be in more of your presence the delight and desire would be for more of you daddy God I just I just thank you, Daddy God, for what you are going to be doing in the lives of every single person who listens to this podcast. I just give you praise in advance, Daddy God, for what you are about to do. Ah, Lord God. Mm. I just feel that someone is going to hear this and really feel like, God, what would you have me do next? So there's so many different steps, so many different possible directions. But I just want to say, I just feel the Holy Spirit just saying, pray. Yeah. Seek me. Yeah. Talk to me. I'm your heavenly father. I am here. I am listening with an open ear. I just ask, Lord God, that even as we go into this next year, that 
we would as a body seek you more and more like never before lord god because we want and hunger for your presence like never before that your daughters, Lord God, would be going into the workplace so full of your presence like never before. The Holy Spirit would be emanating off of them, and that's what's going to be the influence in their careers, touching other people, touching the lives of others because they're going to be overflowing with more of you because of that time in prayer, because of that time just sitting and soaking in the Word and hearing even just worship, songs of worship, lifting up your name. Daddy God, I just thank you for what you're going to do in this new year. Oh, I'm just getting excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited yeah. about just the testimonies that are going to be coming forth. Yes, Lord. There's something about seeking God like never before. Yes, God. Intentionally. We do so many other things intentionally. May we seek God even more intentionally. Mm-hmm. Mm. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, Professor Courtney, I want to tell you thank you so much for being on Jewels by Jewels. Um, what an amazing time talking with you. Um, and I believe that God is just going to wreck your world um, in this coming season. I just believe that God is going to open to Ah, yeah, some keys that God is about to release to you that you have been wanting and the keys. That's what I just hear for you, just keys. Um, I don't know if that resonates with you, but I just hear keys. And I believe that God is going to do some things beyond your natural mind can ever comprehend. And I personally cannot wait to see what God's about to do in your life. Um, even before the year is out. Even before the year is out. Even before the year is out. I just exceedingly, abundantly, more than you can ask or think of. And I just released that word, even though that is the word for the year of the Lord at our church for 2019. But take grab hold of that because that yes. is definitely your word that God is going to do exceedingly and abundantly more than you can ask or think of on for you um, before 2019 is over. So I'm super excited about this. I, I, I'm like, my eyes are like twitching because it's like, it's so good. Um, so I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, everyone else. I, I can't wait to do this again with you guys. Look forward to another podcast very soon. But have a good night. Talk to you guys later. Peace out. <laughs>